There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the KBJ After Show Podcast. Kevin's eyes are looking insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Yeah, welcome to Friday and the KBJ After the Show Podcast. Bird is flossing his no-name movie game belt. He's very proud of his win today. Wow, he does. Big stuff on the regular show. Got an idea for a video I want to do with his belt. Yeah? But yeah. I don't, have I pants on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> will you that, don't know? Will that help? Can't, can't make any promises? Does that help or hurt with the views? I can't. I don't know. I think people like to see it. Go throw it around there. See what happens. What the heck do you got to lose, huh? Exactly. Just us, our whole TikTok yeah, <laughs> they're on our fourth strike. Yeah, they might just ban us for life. We were just, we were making fun of it because we during uh, before the podcast started, me and Suits and Danny were talking. As soon as you go onto our TikTok to upload a video, and murder red, it says warning in all caps. You are you you have three strikes, one more strike, and you guys are fucked, 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 fucked. fucked. It echoes. Yeah. Might be it. So go onto our KVJ TikTok before you can't. Man, TikTok a bunch of bunch of bitches, man. I see so many titties. I know, and so many buttholes, and so many V's. I see so. M- well, I don't see all that. But I, I'm saying, I'm <laughs> talking. Your algorithm says a lot about you. Well, I'm talking about vaginas. Where yeah, it's not the full on vagina, but the imprint of it. You can see the lips and the borderline clit on some of this stuff. Those it's a bathing suit. Those don't come up on my algorithm because I don't like those. Those come up on KVJ on all the time. We we have a very titified Instagram feed. And yeah. we also have Who's been liking all these titty pics? I haven't been liking them. They do come up though. And we have a lot of angry nurses on our feed. You I do the, like those. Virginia sides us out for these. This is not a knock on any nurses. I love yeah. nurses, but these <laughs> nurses are mad, and they're in, they're screaming in the it's life or death, bro. They're doxing motherfuckers left and right. Mm-hmm. That's Virginia follows. She she gunks <laughs> up our. Feet. No, I know. Yeah, we He's got crazy titties stuff. and clitties, and I've got <laughs> yeah. angry nurses. I swear, I have not liked one titty or clitty. whatever. I will start though if that's going to bring more of them in. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of emails here today. People sent in mail at kvjshow.com. We were talking about urban legends. And one of the things was Spooky Hill, which is just outside of Lake Wales. It looks like your car is going uphill. That's while you're creepy. There. Yeah, it's just, I guess, an optical illusion that you get there at Spooky Hill. And Melissa said they have a similar place like Spook Hill in the mountains in North Carolina. It's called Mystery Hill and Blowing Rock. It is very weird to experience, and you can't explain it. Very sideshow, but fun. 
I love that. I love those weird kind of odd things that you don't even know about. I never heard of that before here in Florida. Yeah. So the fact that they got that, that's some weird whatever shit right there. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool stuff. You do hope, though, you go up there and there's there's some other things you can kind of explore because once you do the whole rolly thing with the car, you're like, all right. Time to go back home. What's next? Is there, a, I don't know, a has, demon? There's not really a lot in Lake Wales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're kind of kind of limited on your options. I mean, I've been through there before trying to find a bar, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Damn. man. Oh, Lake Wales is, is so softball country. It is, yeah. It's softball country. My aunt is up in that area. She's in Lakeland, so we wind up there, and you don't want to go to my aunt sober. So Lake Wales, if I left the station here, I could get up there in about four hours, maybe even quicker. Oh yeah, like sooner than that. Oh. It's probably two and a half. Dog, let's do this thing. Let's go to that Rolly Hill. Let's go to that. Was it, it, it Spook Hill? Spooky yeah. Hill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You fucking hate it. You have to add something else to this trip. Uh, Spook Hill can't be the best thing we got going. It's enough for me and Denny's. We could do that and be very happy, but you need some extra glitzy bullshit. Denny's ain't going to be happy about it either. He's going to go and be like, where's all the fun? That's not true. De- Denny's is just like me. He loves boredom. He, he loves boredom. <laughs> he, can get, he can get into shit that's not that good. Because he's high. <laughs> I'm the dog. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> Life's so much better when you're high, Virginia. I require more because I'm not high, so you better mm-hmm. bring the entertainment or sizzle yeah. or no, you're, believe me, I know. glitter. You're not you're not the right uh, team member to bring for no. something like that. Kev, you would like it. I, I you know, again, if if we had uh, a cooler and you know Full that kind weed. of stuff was going on. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do the weed. I probably you know, just give me some. Give me some booze. I'm still a booze guy. Lettuce. Yeah. Devil's lettuce. It would take you two hours and seventeen minutes to get there. So it's no, not too I'll bad. Do that time of sleep. Fifteen mm-hmm. minutes from my house. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, some of the other stuff that we got here got uh, email about uh, South Florida Fair and the conversation yesterday. They. Had a little thing going on with their pig auction. There's a little confusion as a couple was wanting to take the pig that they had bid on and won in an auction. They thought it was going to be a pet, but uh, the fair's like, no, it's going to be dinner. And that was the uh, controversy that happened. And uh, there's been uh, all kinds of hullabaloo raised about it. And at uh, the center of the controversy, one Virginia. Yeah, she was in the middle of it on Saturday. Well, these are my friends, and they're at yeah. the fair, and they're like, we just want a pig. And I was so happy for them because they have a pig rescue. And they wanted to bring this pig home to replace Wilbur, their other pig that had just passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then they were like, oh, the fair won't let us. And I was like, don't worry. Let me make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you're gonna use your uh, muscle there, your power. Don't worry, I know the people yeah. at the fair. I'm a mover and shaker. I'm gonna take care of this real quick with one phone call. Uh, nope. Oh, I try yeah. to let everybody right away. I zero power. <laughs> yeah, they say it's something they've been doing for at least 60 years, maybe 111 years. This is the way it's been at the South Florida Fair, Damn. and so it ain't just gonna change on one sunny Saturday afternoon. So I guess a lot of people are finding out that that's, you know, what happens with the animals that are auctioned off. Yesterday we talked about it. So many people are going, y'all, this is how it's always been. How the hell did you guys not know this? I had no clue. I thought that if they bought the pig, they could keep the pig. And I didn't even know they auctioned pigs. I I didn't know that was part of the fair. Well, it sounds like they they take issue when they don't slaughter it. Kind of like, no, man, you're you're telling everybody wrestling's fake kind of a thing. Everyone's got their own industry 
kind of a secret. I guess they get pissed off if they don't go full gorilla with the slaughtering of the pig. They find it disrespectful to their craft. Okay. At least that's what somebody wrote to me and said, hmm. when, when, you, when you do that tradition, to not do that, it's kind of like saying, we're wrong, and we're kind of like with the nudist colony. As soon as you... It doesn't mean it's right. I'm just saying that's how they look at it. And, you know, to that, I would say the president of our country on Thanksgiving pardons a turkey. And it's a whole big thing, and everybody loves it, and it's a PR thing. Why couldn't this have been like that? Pardon the pig. Yeah, it could have been a warm fuzzy. Mm -hmm. It could have been a warm fuzzy. What do I know? We got an email here. It starts off by saying, howdy, y'all. Any idea which side they're on? <laughs> Kill the pig. Oh, man. Pig must die. Oh, that guy killed three pigs before he wrote that email. <laughs> Says just finished the Thursday ATS. I was mad, but will be respectful. The people that bought that pig and Virginia wandered into someone else's world didn't like what they saw and went all social warrior on them. No fares. Let sold livestock live. Too many legal entanglements. They will change the contract to state that. Just remember, batteries in cars have a warning about drinking the acid in them because somebody tried. If you're buying at a fair, look into it before going on Howard Stern. Just my thoughts. Thanks. Response, uh, Mrs. Sinicki. Yeah, it's not my fight, but I would just say, you know, we came into it naive, thinking that, you know. Mm. Maybe you can buy a pig and keep it. And for anybody that missed yesterday's conversation, Aaron's like, well, why can't it live? The fair had said they're not raised that way to be social. They're raised to be dinner. And I guess apparently there is a difference in that, according but, to what they had to say. But then I thought they said it was pampered. It was. It, it was all. It was coddled. It, was, it wasn't like a wild pig. It was kind of domesticated because they coddled the fuck out Y'all, of it. Y'all, the pig had an Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. That was their rationale, the answer they gave when they were asked that it, same question. And I'm just and I'm just asking questions, but the person that just wrote that email, that was kind of the tone I got for some of the, from some of the comments people sent me is this is our way of life and because you guys don't like it, you guys show up here one day, you don't like it, you try to change everything going to social media. And th that's kind of their version of it. And to that, I would just say nobody was trying to change everything. Nobody was trying to shut down the auction. It was just about the one pig, buying and saving the one pig and paying all the money and, and even paying. My friends even offered to pay the slaughter fee, whatever that was, and mm -hmm. just not slaughter it so that everybody in the transaction gets paid. If you're in charge, Kev, what do you do in this situation? You have a chance to, to pardon the pig. Do you pardon? Do you just give the pig or you got everyone screaming, tradition, damn it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I to me, look, uh, the end goal is to get money for this girl that uh, raised it so she can go to school. And that's a good chunk of money. So. Uh, the information I have, and I'm not informed on it, but the information that I have as of right now, I would let the pig live. Okay, I'd be like, but whatever you want to do, it. My fine. friends gave the kid the money. They Venmoed it to her yesterday, five thousand dollars to the girl that raised the pig. Nobody knows if the pig is still with us or not because no one will comment from the slaughterhouse. Everybody, including Howard Stern, called the slaughterhouse. But no one will say whether or not the pig is alive. But my friends Venmoed the money, five grand, to the girl that raised the pig yesterday. And then what mm. happens if— Just to be—just to do things right. Just to make sure everybody knows that their intentions are pure. They didn't want to cause a lot of drama. They just wanted to do something nice and save a pig and, and pay mm. the money happily. 
Yeah. I wonder how, how this is really going to end up, though. How, how, how far the pig this might already go. be dead. But yeah, okay, let's say the pig does die. Does the story kind of just go away? I think it'll just be a realization that this is, if you did not know, this is what the animals do at, at the fair. They are raised for this, they're raised for the slaughter. This isn't, um, you know, a, a pet store. And just understand that this is the way it is. And I assume that they'll have signs and a very hard stance in the future saying that, you know, we don't allow it. And there may be cases that they could cite. And that's usually it. There's usually a lawsuit that has happened that makes some rules a certain way. And if they have a couple lawsuits where something has happened, then I'd be like, look, we just can't. It's a liability and we could get sued like in this case. So that's why we don't do it. So it's not an option. And just be, I guess, crystal clear as people are walking in, knowing that, hey, these animals are to be eaten, not to be coddled. When it comes to the fair animals, sometimes it's unfair. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to do a country little quote. I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's okay. My friend's nuts. <laughs> I'm nut drunk. <laughs> I did try a few of those nuts. They're spectacular. Kevin, they, yeah, well, so people really keep, good. They're not heavily seasoned, and that's what I liked about them. They were lightly seasoned pistachios, and they're from Trader Joe's. Unshelled Trader Joe's. They got the, the, yeah. the garlic. They're very tasty. Yeah, I try. Got yeah. work, okay. though. You I'll know me. One. I'm an unshelled kind of man. You are an unshelled man? No, you're no, not. I'm a shell. You're a shell man. You're confusing the shit out of me. You're a shell of a man. No, see, here, here's what's fucked up. They yeah. confuse everybody. Unshelled and shell, they flipped it, and then they, they want to tell people, no, you're confused. You don't know about shit. A shelled nut means, in my world, the nut's covered in a shell. Unshelled is <laughs> out of the fucking shell. And then people want to call me confused. Fuck that. That's nuts. <laughs> and you, maybe you say nut in the shell. Yeah, they they make it so confusing and they gaslight you saying you're the you're the fuck up. I no, love that community. This has been an argument and a, a dramatic thing we've had on this show at least five times. It's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> unshelled. People call you confusing. Shelled nuts means there is no shell. It's bullshit. It's dumb. It's like it's like gnat. They, it is what it is. Just spell it N A T. I can't fight the pig people. You can't fight the shelled nut people. We don't need a G on that. All right, you're right. Nuts. Mm. <laughs> Nuts are shelled and pigs are going to die. Damn, Move on. Fuck. Move on. It's life. It's life, I guess. <laughs> 90% of the, the chat room goes, oh, yeah, I think it's bacon. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. The chat room is yeah. just brutal. <laughs> They're all going, circle of life, brah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm soft. I'm a snowflake. Whatever. Well, it's the weekend, and it's time to get your drink on if you're going to have some cocktails this weekend. Atoll Vodka is so delicious. You're going to love drinking it. You're going to love giving it as a gift. Atoll Vodka. The guys are local. They give back a portion of the proceeds to autism charities, and you're going to love the way it tastes. Have it shipped right to your house at mashandgrape.com. Atoll Vodka. It's a delicious vodka with a crisp citrus finish. Try it today. So I picked the South Florida Fair for my KBJ event in our draft today. Another one Virginia got, the South Beach Wine and Food Festival. And Arielle sent an email. She said, uh, I know Virginia has the best tips on how to enjoy the Sobe Wine and Food Fest. Please fill me on on what to do and how to make the most of my day at the festival. So I'm not going to be there this year because it's during Mardi Gras, and you know I'm going to be at Mardi Gras. 
But my favorite thing is the grand tasting. They do it right on the beach. Mm-hmm. There's so much vendors and alcohol and goodie bags and swag. They really do. Is I, that your most affordable event? The most common man type of event? Because I know some no, of these dinners are really expensive. Is What would you say for the common man? There is no common man event at the Sobe. Well, that's why I asked. Is there's it the a, most a, common man? Is it the most affordable thing you can do? There's a kid's do? event. It's not. No, fuck that. There's a kid's <laughs> event at the zoo, or the monkey jungle or whatever it is. They do a kid's event there that's affordable, and you can go to that. And I saw Giada there one year. That was cool. And you can drive three miles north and go to like Chili's. That's yeah. affordable. Mm-hmm. The, the grand tasting event, I believe it's 300 bucks. Or more. It's not cheap. But you get what you pay for with that event. Where some of them, you could walk away afterwards thinking, eh, that wasn't really worth it. I think that one is worth it. You get foie gras? You might. If somebody's out there doing sampling of foie gras, you might get that. I, if you're going to pay, like, if you're paying 300 or $400, I'm just hoping the entire time you can go to any tent or table where there is just food galore. That's what I'm hoping. There is so much sampling of alcohol, of food, of everything. Because mm. we've gone to some beer events where there were so many different beer tents. The way they did it, it was easy to get a beer, and it was so much fun. They had variety. I don't know if I've ever been to a, a food event where it's so turnkey and there's so many options, like what you always speak of. 265 bucks is your general admission ticket to that. And you must be 21 or older, but it includes beer, spirits, wine, food. You meet celebrities. You meet, like, book authors. You meet a lot of these celebrity chefs. There's many stages set up where they're doing like uh, cooking demos. There's lots of sampling from a ton of wine and spirits and food vendors. There's live music. There's Instagram photo ops. There's just a bunch of stuff to look at and, and do. 265 bucks. It's a lot, but I think it's the best bargain that South Beach Food and Wine has. I want to do that so bad for a pizza festival where you really mm. do it. There's so many different booths. And yeah. do, it, do it the right way. A real-life pizza fest. Yeah. To make it pop, we're gonna do it. It's gonna happen one day. We talked about Mm -hmm. it, and it was it it was kind of in the works a little bit, and then it got put on the back burner because of COVID. Yeah, I think it's gonna come back up though. Got bands playing. Mm Hmm. You could make it great. You could just take the take the exact blueprint of the Crawfish Festival and make it pizza. I just think people love pizza so much. They do. They 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 do. It's it's kind of a hard thing to suck at. America's favorite food. Pizza is revered, and there were some people that recently tried to do a pizza uh, event. They did a pizza. Expo and they blew it. I'll try. They screwed it all up. They right? did, That's what we They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't have the festival infrastructure that right. is required. If you don't know how to put on a festival, you shouldn't put on a festival yeah. just, because there's a lot of intri- intricacies behind the scenes that you need to know about and do. And it is expensive as fuck. I just feel like KVJ Nation would show out for a pizza festival. Yes, they would. It'd be huge. It would be massive. I think a lot of people would. You'd have people outside of KVJ Nation coming out. Definitely. We talked about having Jerry do it because he does it so well. I think it'd be huge. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he'd be a perfect person to put it on too. 
Uh, Billy's talking about the uh, Wings and Beer Fest in Vero. Man, that sounds pretty cool. Ooh. That'd be a nice combo. When is that? I don't know. I have to look into that. Vero's a, you, Vero's a cool little town. I love Vero, Yeah, man. it's quaint, man. I like it. It's very nice. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I uh, got an email here from Michelle. She said, tell Jaybird, yes, I actually named my son after Patrick Swayze's character from Roadhouse, Dalton. Boom. <laughs> I told you. Uh-huh. I have a 24-year-old daughter that if she would have been a boy, her name is Dalton. Yeah, so he's uh, 21, and uh, there's Dalton. I, I love Patrick it. After Patrick Swayze's That's character. Yeah. That's really cute. That's Dalton right there. I've heard people debating Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. They were both in Point Break, and they're debating who is the hotter one. Who's, who would you rather bang for just a night of pure carnal activity? I thought Keanu Reeves was better looking in that movie. I did too. And Patrick smoked heavily. Let's take out, let's say there's no smoking involved. It's pure, just Swayze sex appeal. I think Keanu is the guy you date, you take him home to mom, you just bang Swayze. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. So, I think he's more sex appeal, no? He's a good looking dude. It just, I, I think honestly, his mullet was—it's—it's it's tough to get around. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people like that. Thing. And that's coming from a man who had a mullet. Yeah, I know. Honestly, you'd, it's like I've turned on the mullet community. I apologize, but Swayze had a sex mullet. The mullet's a terrible haircut, but Swayze was a little quaffed. It had a had a layer to it. No. It, but it's just, it's still... Swayze won me over with his dancing ability and his He's body. Yeah. It, neck down is where you get me with Swayze. Neck up. <laughs> you like that, that Swayze schlong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't seen his dick, but if you have a pick, I will look. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Chad sent an email. He said, just a weird FYI. I was flipping channels and I came across Tom and Jerry, the cartoon Cat and Mouse, go to Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. It's animated with all the characters. So trippy. That is some drug shit right there. You would love that. I just love Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory. I know I talk about it a lot. You don't have to send me any more emails about it. I'm writing one right now. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Bert. <laughs> Someone did tell me, go, shut the fuck up about Willy Wonka. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> you old fuck. <laughs> Stay five words. Lickable <laughs> wallpaper has to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, man. I'm out. Snozberry <laughs> tastes like the Snozberries, Virginia. <laughs> Ashley said, sorry if you already talked about this and I missed it, but uh, Jaybird, have you seen the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker on Netflix? It's murder. I don't remember this guy going viral in 2013. That's Kai. Yeah, I started watching it. I was obsessed with this story for a long time. Remember Kai, the hitchhiker. Is Kai good or bad? Smash, smash. Kai's oh, yeah. both. Kai's I out do of, remember that guy. Kai's out of his mind. Yeah. So Kai... 
killed somebody who is assaulting a woman, but then Kai killed somebody else. What? Weeks later. Kai went on a killing spree? It's a crazy story. But yeah, do you remember that interview? No matter who you are, man, you good. You deserve honor and peace. I do remember slightly Kai. It was, what, a decade ago now, right? Easily. He had to have been on just oodles and oodles of drugs during that interview. But he spoke so eloquently. You were like, wow, what is this? Well, you watched it and you knew something was up. With this guy, Kai. Yeah, I remember playing that audio. It was fascinating. Yeah. Smash, 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 smash. Yeah. And he killed the guy with a hatchet. He said the, 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 I think he said the guy what, confessed to him about assaulting a child. And then I think the guy either tried to hurt Kai or hurt another woman. Uh-huh. And Kai defended him and ended up killing him. I think with a hatchet. Yeah. That was the smash. I think it was. I do remember that. It was weird. And everybody loved Kai and then everybody hated Kai. And then the story was Kai killed a guy who Kai said that man made moves on him sexually. So Kai defended himself and killed him. Wow. There's a lot of weird stuff around Kai. Wow. Wow. I guess that's just, he looked like he was living on the street. Yeah, man. Uh, He was a surfer. Yeah. Soul surfer. Weird, man. It's a weird story. Netflix has a lot of those weird, odd stories. There's that one where they talk about the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Some guy got arrested for murder, but he got completely exonerated when they found him in the footage of Curb Your Enthusiasm. There was, he was at the L.A. baseball stadium. Oh, no way. And, and that, he was an extra That was in the his background. alibi? And they found him during, he was Damn. in the footage, which was going yeah. on during the time of the murder, and that's how he got out of Whoa. it. Whoa. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Doug sent an email and said, Kev, I heard you're looking for some shows. Netflix has season two of Vikings, Valhalla. If you like the Vikings on the History Channel, you'll love this one. I get a kick out of seeing uh, them leading up to the 1066 and the Norman Conquest. But enough about history because Virginia's going to start snoring. Oh, I wasn't even listening. Yeah. The Vikings don't, oh, they don't play. Vikings are fucking crazy. Yeah. I haven't done a lot of Viking history deep dives, so maybe I will. You'd love it. Yeah, I think I would. I've checked that down. Let me know when we do a marathon. Viking, Viking <laughs> okay. Marathon. Yeah, all right. That sounds like a good time. Me and Suits are going to watch the same movie this week because it's a movie I've never seen and he's never seen it. And yeah. they let me pick it. It's a Virginia movie. What is it? Legally Blonde. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, that would be fascinating. Yeah, I thought yeah, I'd I've seen, seen it. it. I thought it was solid. Okay. I remember it being solid. I'm excited, and you'll see my girl Allie Larder because she's in it. Nice. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. Hey, it's Jay Bird. It's the new year, and let's try some great, delicious food like Bud's Chicken and Seafood. The new you needs delicious food in your belly, and Bud's is going to make that happen. Aunt Anne, who loved Bud's Chicken and Seafood, she always would say, Jay Bird, let's go get the crinkled cut fries from Bud's. She loved their french fries, and so do I. BudsChicken.com. You can order online now. Fill up in the whole team over there at Buds. They do an amazing job. You go in there, say, hey, I listen to the KVJ show. They'll treat you real nice like. That's BudsChicken.com. Teris in Pompano, just want to let you know for that idea you had about going on to one of those court shows, you and Denny would, Denny's would be against each other and you just split the money you make. 
She said not all court shows are the same. The People's Court and Hot Bench are presided by real judges who are not at a loss for content. They try cases that are already filed in small claims court, and their judgments are binding, which means you have a legal judgment against you if you lose. Virginia's right. There is a very small pool of money that is awarded to each participant that could reimburse court costs, but that's about it. You want to apply to shows like Judge Mathis or Justice with Judge Mabeline. Judge Mathis is a real judge. Judge Mabeline is a trial attorney. I don't think their rulings are legally binding because most of Judge Mathis's guests have zero way to pay back any judgments against them and may have bad or no credit. So they wouldn't care about a judgment against them anyway. Yeah, we want to get out of that goofy court right there. Yeah, we are not looking for legitimacy, (laughs) credibility. But I would love to get yelled at by Judge Judy. How awesome would that be? Actually, if any of them ripped you, that'd be fun. (laughs) That would be amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you just stand there and take it and then agree with them. Because they ripped you to shreds. Yeah, it's funny. Or start crying. Yesterday on the regular show, we played audio of the Jeremy Renner 911 call. We got uh, mauled by that snowplow. You could hear him moaning in the background. And the guy was yelling at the 911 operator, just send somebody. I got uh, Stacy who sent this in. Courtesy of all 911 dispatchers, she said, just a PSA, if this even gets to one person, this may help things with 911 dispatchers. People that just say, just send somebody, that's not good enough. Let me explain. As you call 911, the call taker is putting every word you say into a call. The dispatcher is putting each word out to the police or ambulance on the road. So when you call in and think, OMG, why aren't you doing something and asking me these dumb questions? You know, we are just trying to inform the units that are already en route of any updates once we get a location. Jeremy Renner's call is a perfect example. The caller acts as if you're wasting my time asking me dumb crap. Just trace the process and stop with the just send someone. All right. Here, uh, I'm going to go on the other end, though. Not everyone's prepared for no. a horrific accident. And I have heard it go both ways. And I, I, and I always defend 911 because my, my sister's a dispatcher, and she does mm-hmm. a great job, and I love 911 dispatchers when they do it the right way. Some of them get jaded, and they don't have the right temperament for the trade. And I've got so many calls to, to prove that on. Where but it, that being said, too— you should be able to give the address of where you are. Just give that. And if they're asking for that, you got to give them that. And you got to figure out where you are because maybe they can't triangulate you. And if you're in the middle of the street, you got to give them a place to go. But sometimes people don't know where they're at and they, they really can't give an address or, you know, th- th- that, that can happen as well. Mm-hmm. You are right, though. If you're able to give an address, always give an address if you can. They're looking for that. That's what they want from you. Where are you? And I guess they can't really trace all, all cell phones still. They can maybe get to the area, but they can't get to exactly pinpoint you. Mm-hmm. Well, I know from watching Dateline, they can ping you into a certain triangulation. They can get you <laughs> they may hear the murderer getting away down the street. Right. They can't get right to you. But it does sound like it is maybe of help if they have as much information about the incident as right. they possibly can. Is the leg shattered? Is his chest shattered? How much is he bleeding? You know, that kind of stuff maybe would be of use, I guess. 
and just make it sound like way worse than it is. But that's a good note. Just be like, look, very descriptive. His chest is crushed. There's a snowplow on top of him. He's bleeding everywhere. He's probably going to die in 30 seconds. Like, that's the kind of description you should give. Ma'am, do you always talk this much? Please, just the facts, please. <laughs> that's a good note that email said, though. When you call that one, just make sure, if you can, have the address right away. Okay. Shelly and Sunrise sent in a text, and she said, Kev, remind Virginia that she was going to tell us a story about mint in the female pink parts. Oh. Ooh, yeah. All right. This so. was from uh, What Did I Lick When I Licked Some Minty Dental Floss today that had been used by everybody on the show. Panda knows that I'm very into hygiene, so I love everything clean, especially when you're getting dirty. I like it to be clean. When you say dirty, you mean? Yeah, having sex. Okay. So this was many years ago. Um, in his efforts to go above and beyond to be as fresh and clean as he could, uh-huh. he brushed his teeth and did mouthwash, uh-huh. Listerine. Yeah, okay. And then he proceeded to lick my lady parts. Oh. With Listerine on his tongue. And I about did that move from Tom and Jerry where you go and your, like, claws are in the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> but I'm going to yeah. tell you, all your sex stories are always just so hot. I bring truth. I'm not K- trying to give you a bone piece. Kev, he licked my lady parts. Kev, oh. he shot my puss. <laughs> puss would have been a little sexier. Oh, I had the iciest, coldest vagina lips. You had you had cold clit. I <laughs> had such an icy, arctic puss. But boy, did your pussy smell amazing. Yes. <laughs> it burns. I will tell you this. Uh-huh. Do not get Listerine in your pussy. Don't get it on your dick either. There's been times where I have... Been doing it in the shower, and you spit it out, and then it, it, it something. You drip. spit it on your dick. It, you spit on your dick, man. It's happened yeah, before, and okay. it, it is not a Swiss picnic. So don't, don't don't spit on your dick. Don't get it near your Aretha Franklin, <laughs> <laughs> and don't ever jerk off with head and shoulders. It's yeah. medicated. It's not. It's not. Oh, good. okay, yeah, medicated shampoo. Yes, <laughs> I'm learning a lot. What a great PSA. Yep. Wow. I thought I so I thought you were going to tell a different story. How Panda accidentally had. F- Floss stuck up in your cooter. Sometimes things like that happen. I mean, how would that happen? Was he flossing while he was eating me out? Some, I don't know. He, <laughs> someone told someone told me a story how they had sex and they had, they lost the condom. They couldn't find the condom. I've heard of that. And the girl, sw- she's like, she's looking. She can't think. Oh she my has gosh. no idea. Yeah. And like four days later, they find it, and it was still inside. You've heard of this? I have. That's not a. Urban legend, Kev. That's real. Yeah, I can see that. I think you start Being to get, legit. yeah, you start to get, you know. So then what do you do? Well, you keep looking for it till you find it. And you don't wait four days for it to work its own way out. I mean, what, what utensil do you find and use for something like that? I would suggest fingers. Fingers are those things you get, uh, the prongs used for ribs. Like tongs? <laughs> yeah, tongs. There you Barbecue go. tongs? Tongs. I mean, the vagina is like the universe. It is ever expanding. You, I mean, just... Just well, keeps going and how, going. How can you not find it? I mean, how how big is this thing? Thank you for explaining the vagina to me. <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm, I'm, just trying to be a poet over here. <laughs> How cavernous is your hole? That's what I'm saying. You yeah. can't find a condom. Do you, for- have, do you have an echo in there? Well, if you can't find it when you dig shallow, then uh-huh. you must dig deep. 
But let's say they did. Wow. They dug deep. They dug so deep, and they still couldn't find it till four days later. They didn't dig deep enough because it's not as the bird would have you believe, going on forever. There is an end to the vaginal canal. And I get that. I know there's an end point to the vagina. I but get it. It's not going to be stuck like in your neck. I <laughs> but know, but I'm just saying. The condom isn't working its way up. I, Kev, you can't find a condom for four days. Is it, is, it, is it an odd question to go, how big is your vagina? Have you ever reached the outer edges of your <laughs> vaginal canal, Virginia? I mean, I haven't, but... Panda's penis has. Oh, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> there is an end. Okay. But it's just further back maybe than you have ever ventured before with your fingers. But if there's any foreign objects up there, the time is now to retrieve them. Look, all great things must end. That's just that's the circle of life. We don't let it pass four days later. Oh, there's the condom. My my question would be, how do you not find it in four days? I think that's a fair question. You don't stop looking till you retrieve. Yeah. And if you have to send one of those dogs up there that go on the mountain I to find the dog, you, you do whatever you have to do to get that condom out. Wow. Do you think there's anybody in our audience that can beat four days of something that was stuck in their hoo-ha? They go, oh, my gosh. 11 days later. It feels like a very KVJ question. <laughs> well, maybe they just didn't realize it. Yeah, of course. It's nothing because uh, it's not to shame anybody. A guy goes in there with a ring and he comes out without it and he just doesn't say anything. Not only is it how long. All of a sudden you're like, you got a pawn shop up there. How long, but what was stuck up your vagina? I know a girl who forgot she was on her period and she started having sex with a tampon up there. And then the tampon got lodged way up there. How long How long was that in there? The next morning, she put it together when she sobered up. Thank the good Lord. Wow. That can happen. Gosh, that's that's a lot. The vagina is a mysterious hole, Kevin. I'm glad I don't have one, honestly. I, I am, too. Yeah, it's very layered. I'm, yeah. Welcome to Vagina Chat. Yeah. Look, uh, my hat's off to you. Yeah. And so are my pants. <laughs> yeah. I think I've had enough. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was the sexiest of vagina no, no. It never is with yeah, Well, I'm not trying to give you a bone piece. Well, yeah. a Friday bone piece would have been no, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I needed. I'm good. All right, you guys have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Goodbye.